94. It's been this is a bit of a short short span of time in between recording. But this is this is the topic of this episode. It's just like a free agency recap so far. Not full free agency recap, just full free agency recap since the last time we recorded. This is essentially just the full news episode because we didn't go over the news after we did our little like co our little uh, episode with the guest Joseph Cortez last time. Um there's a lot of news to go over. Um, so that's that's what we're doing right here. There's like she's like 65, 66 pieces of news. We're obviously it's not gonna we're not gonna we'll try and clump as many together as we can. So it doesn't take two and a half hours. <laughs> that's gonna be really brutal if that's a long time. Um yeah. but but that how's how's your past? How's the end of your week been into into the weekend that was Friday? Yeah, yeah. Uh past couple of days. So we recorded two days ago. Um been pretty good. Uh, pretty good days. Um, overall, you know, going to school, morning, yeah, hitting it, lifting a little bit, coming home. Today started March Madness. If you guys, for us, it would have been you guys, was the start of March Madness. Um, I got my bracket made, as I was telling Joe beforehand. Uh, my basketball team did, like, a fundraiser, or, like, is doing a fundraiser, and that's the thing. It's, like, the $10 entry into, like, a March Madness pool. And uh, winner is going to get, uh, like, half of the money from it, and then the other half goes to the team. But um, I'm hoping to win that. Um, get some, get some moolah, because um, I. <laughs> so, so just before this, we were talking so about just, technical issues here a little bit. So yeah, <laughs> yes, um, I'm having technical issues, but yeah, uh, I'd like to win the money. I've got, I, 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 <laughs> I had a lot of my money stolen, so it, I'm in an unfortunate situation at the current moment. Um, but. Yeah, so doing that, keeping up with March Madness, went over to my buddy's house today to have a just like kind of March Madness tournament hangout party with some of my friends. Fun time, fun time. My bracket's already kind of busted, uh, as a lot of your guys probably know, as Ohio State, the number two seed, uh, lost to the number 15 seed, like St. Oral or something like that. Like some absolutely strange, just like a random school from the middle of nowhere, um, defeated Ohio State. So that busted a lot of brackets. I had that's uh, a really, really rough blow there for me. But we'll see. How, we'll 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 see how the rest. Uh, I've got time to. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, just overall, that's uh, that, that's about been uh, what I'm doing. I so I did a lot of pressure. Wash. I had a pressure wash my grandparents' deck, and I did like a lot of it today. And all my it, that stuff, I should have went because it's it was like 30 degrees outside, and I'm pressure washing and getting like soaking wet. It was cold. It was cold. But I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna have to do that tomorrow morning. So the grind it doesn't stop with pressure washing. It's not fun. <laughs> what have you been up yeah. to? What have you done for the past two days? So actually, so today I didn't have any school, and Thursday I didn't go to school. So I just had a couple days off. I um, went for a run today, and my phone like fell out of my pocket, and my phone has like a, like a stylus, and it like the stylus popped out, and I cannot find the stylus. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, no, like I stepped through the road for like like forty minutes today. Yeah, and I could not find it. Um, which which thanks, but like you can order replacement ones online, so it's not the end of the world. I flew my drone today. That was cool. Got some pictures. I've just been chilling out. You know, yeah. not grinding as you are. I, yeah, <laughs> it's been yeah. fine. I actually, yeah, the past few days I haven't had any school or anything going on. It's been really nice and chill. But <laughs> it's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, but I mean, Joe. Joe did not make a bracket. I, I asked him beforehand if you were wondering. No, I did not. <laughs> he's, he's lame. He's lame. 
I, just, I, I don't, just don't know anything about basketball. I don't watch much college basketball either. I, I kind of look into it when the brackets come around. Yeah, I could sit there and flip a coin, and it would be the same as if I went through and like actually tried to think about it. There's only like a few college basketball players I really even like know anything about, and I have to like see them specifically to like really know about them. So yeah. um, I did think Ohio State just because under the Pat, Pat McAfee always like was like bet a lot of money on Ohio State like winning it, <laughs> and well, he lost a he lot was, of money. He was, he was pretty peeved on on Twitter today. So, right, I mean, rightfully so, but that that's a <laughs> it's a rough loss. It is. It is. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty peeved. Yeah. Now, do you have him go any farther than the first round? I had I had Ohio State uh, going to the Elite Eight, so that would be one like three rounds farther. Oof, that's brutal. It's rough. Um. Um. Yeah. So, so we're gonna be, whoa, that was weird. That was weird. Okay, it's like echoing everything I'm saying. Um, so, so then Colton, his Bluetooth keeps connecting to his like car, and the car must have a microphone. So it just keeps we're picking up like random static whenever it connects to his car. So we're fixing. I guess I guess that we get started with the news. And since it's Colton, Colton always for every single for every single episode, Colton is going for and going with the news. So this is the, the first episode where I'm actually going to be going over any news whatsoever. Um, just other than like my little like side notes afterwards. So <laughs> starting off first, Jacksonville makes two moves to start out free agency here. They sign Shaquille Barrett to three or forty million as well as <laughs> I, I don't know what he said. Shaquille Griffin. Oh yeah. Didn't I say that? You said Shaquille Barrett. Oh, okay. Oops. <laughs> Got someone someone else on my mind, obviously. And and <laughs> Oh my goodness! This is this is just wilding right now. There's a lot of some technical stuff going on here. I don't know. Anyway, they also signed wide receiver Marvin Jones Jr. from the Detroit Lions for two point five million dollar deal. Um, both of those signings are good. I think Shaquille Griffin's pretty good. Um, I think he like probably a little bit honestly from last year, but he's still he's still a really really good corner. Really and Marvin Jones Jr. is always the guy I ever liked from Detroit. One of those, I don't know, Detroit, I don't know, it was always close between Detroit and uh, Indianapolis as my two favorite teams. Like back now, uh, after our favorite favorite player list, I think it's pretty safe to say that the Chargers are my second favorite team back then. The Detroit Lions were probably my second favorite team. Um, and I really liked Marvin Jones Jr. He just like blows up randomly. It's, it's a pretty good signing. And it's definitely another nice wide receiver there for likely Trevor Lawrence to to throw to. So Yeah. Yeah, true. Uh nice nice shifty shifty receiver there for Trevor Lawrence. I saw a stat that actually said LaVisca Chenault, uh like a pro football focus stat, led the league in forced missed tackles this season. Um so that that interested hmm. me. Or he was tied, but still, like for for a guy like LaVisca Chenault as coming in as a rookie, not getting not even starting off the season with a crazy amount of PT. That's that's pretty impressive, I gotta say. But yeah, I and, and Shaquille Griffin is a very underrated corner. Um, I think he'll he'll be the corner one. CJ Henderson will be the corner two, though he had a pretty solid rookie season. Um, and yeah, Shaq Griffin. The reports all came out. Seattle wanted to keep him, but they couldn't make the money work. Um, Shaquille Griffin's a really good corner. I definitely did not expect Jacksonville. <laughs> I I definitely thought he would try to at least get a, some sort of a contender. But hey, to each his own. <laughs> to each his own. Um, I think so. The Jacksonville team could really surprise like next year and yeah. go. 
I mean, go a lot go a lot farther than we think. I think that also they're I probably mean, be the most improved team. Um, I mean, really, Shaq Griffin, Trevor Lawrence, Carlos Hyde, Marvin Jones, young, maybe, maybe it could be. I don't know. New England, New England's a sneaky contender. Yeah, you're right. They could. I don't know. It depends on Cam. Cam's play has a lot to do with with New England and their their increase. I think Cam Newton can, can play well next season. I, I don't know. I I got to think about that. Cam with the, the new offense contender too. That's true. That's true. Jets like I don't know. I, mean, I want to see as if they much draft as I've been a Sam Darnold advocate. Um, throwing Zach Wilson and if that is who they draft at number two, um, that might that that could that could go well. That could be a good reset. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll see. It'd be we'll fun. See. Yeah, but mock um, draft, yeah. mock draft, mock draft coming soon. Mark Jaff coming soon. But my news is going to start off with uh, three trades that have happened in the past couple of days. Um, first one is the, the Detroit Lions are trading for Rams defensive tackle Michael Brockers. And this is funny because if you haven't seen it, um, there was a quote by Michael Brockers that had come out after the Jared Goff, <laughs> Matthew Stafford trade, in which he, he said to the media publicly that he thought um, Matt Stafford was an upgrade over Jared Goff when they got him. And then less than three weeks later, he's traded to the Lions to reunite with Jared Goff after he said he wasn't as good as Matthew Stafford just a few weeks ago. So that, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Um, he'll be there as I believe Iverson Griffin's contract is up with, with Detroit, I believe. Um, but either way, even, you know, both, are, both, both are one. Uh, Michael Brockers is a pretty solid defensive tackle from from the run stuffing in the pass block or not pass blocking i'm sorry pass rushing um just standpoints he, he's been good alongside aaron donald um and you know obviously the the, the lions did not give up very much capital for him so that's not bad um a move here that i, I love for one team and hate mm-hmm. for the other team for obvious reasons um the cardinals are trading for all press center rodney hudson from the uh, vegas raiders for a 2021 seventh round pick um Obviously, you look at that and you're like, seventh round pick, what the heck? Um, the, the Cardinals, they said they were going to release Rodney Hudson, and then the, the, or the Raiders, I'm sorry, going to release him, and then the Cardinals swooped in and said, we'll give you a seventh round pick for him, just because I guess they figured Rodney Hudson wouldn't choose them, but um, <clears throat> maybe they, maybe he doesn't get a choice. <laughs> maybe it's better to not give him a choice, and then he's just with them anyway. But this is just... A move, and we'll get to. There's another piece. I guess I can just say it now. Um, they also traded uh, their one of their linemen, Gabe Jackson, uh, to Seattle for you know late round compensatory or not compensatory, but late round draft compensation. Um, so really, the last last season's offensive line for the Raiders that you guys know I loved so much and love to talk about how they were top five O line and so great. They traded or released four out of five of um, of their starting offensive line. Uh, Gabe Jackson and Rodney Hudson were traded, and Richie Incognito, and um, no, Trent Brown was traded as well. Yeah, and then Richie Incognito was released. So only Colton Miller remains on that on on that offensive line. So I literally I don't understand what they're thinking. <laughs> to be honest, like yeah. I don't understand the thought process. I, I feel like offensive line is not a position that you cheap out on and release or trade everybody to, you know, save cap room. Like if I guess is going to sign all these crazy big name free agents, that's going to make them a contender or something. Um, I don't even know what to say. I, I hate the offensive line. It kind of just, ah, oh, it turned me off of that team. They had such a good offensive line and probably in my opinion, a top three or four line in the league. And they just got rid of them all. It's so, so disappointing. So disappointing. But 
three trades, Michael Brockers, Rodney Hudson, and Gabe Jackson to Seattle. Obviously, Seattle is uh, trying to bolster their offensive line to some extent for Russell Wilson, keeping him happy. Uh, Chicago is likely off the table as a destination for Russell Wilson at this point with news that you will hear in a little bit if you haven't heard it already. But, um, yeah, it's interesting stuff. Three trades, three trades. Yeah, very I don't like the. I hate trading when like that. All the offensive linemen always get traded for like really late on picks, and then I always hate it so much. Like I just don't get why like they don't. They're not valued as far as draft capital goes. It's just so weird. Um, but yeah, to the news that you just mentioned, Chicago signed Andy Dalton to one year, ten million dollar deal. Um, and basically the story went. Um, Andy Dalton was looking at all the teams he could sign with. Washington is obviously one that I thought maybe could be up there. Or, or even um, I was really I really thought he was going to Denver. Yeah, that's was I was team I was going to say, and um, the Chicago Bears came in and said, "You're our starter. He's on here." And he said, "All right, give me them ten million dollars," and that's <laughs> that's how it goes. Um, so I, I it's okay. It's not really an upgrade in my opinion. Um, if it is an upgrade, it's a really small upgrade. So it, it's yeah. weird. Um, I guess they were desperate. They couldn't knew they couldn't get Russ. They probably weren't going to get Deshaun. So in a moment of desperation, they just yeah. was over there. We'll see how it works next year. I guess it's a sad, it's a sad, sad day for Bears fans, and it's a sad, sad day for uh, Allen Robinson <laughs> as well, amongst other things. But yeah, one year, ten million dollars locks him in. Andy Dalton, like he said. He got assurance that he would be the starter. So we're going to see a year of Andy Dalton football. Allen Robinson did officially sign the franchise tag, by the way. Um, there were some rumors that he might not sign it. He did sign it. So Allen Robinson and Andy Dalton. What a fun, what a fun dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel bad for that guy. His, his career quarterbacks, Blake Bortles, Mr. Trubisky, Andy Dalton. A few Foles. games in Nick Foles. A few games in Nick Foles. Like that's so. Oh, that's so lame. And he still that's puts so, up. He still produces yeah, so much. Still, yeah, he's, he's still an amazing runner. He's still probably top ten wide receiver with yeah. absolute booty cheeks quarterback play. I feel bad for him. I do. I do really feel bad for him. But only so it. much. Only so much I can do. Only so much I can. I can. I can feel bad. That's about it. <laughs> but. Um, so we're kind of past the portion of the free agency where players are getting released very often. Um, but there are four releases that have happened since the last episode. Usually, you know, the releases usually happen earlier in the offseason, which we already reported on. Um, and there are three relatively significant ones, or four relatively. Oh, there's five now. Man, I'm off my game. Five, all pretty significant. Um, so the first one, probably the least significant of them, uh, Kansas City is releasing a running back, Damian Williams. Um, obviously, he was a big piece of their Super Bowl team with their starting running back that season. Um, many advocated that he should have uh, won Super Bowl MVP over Patrick Mahomes, man. Many really thought that. I'm not going to say that's an incorrect uh, thought, but interesting, interesting. Uh, but yeah, they're going to release him. He he opted out of the season, um, one of the first players to to do so. Um, and Kansas City obviously drafted Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, they've got some guys like like uh, like Donald Thompson and Le'Veon you know, Bell's a free agent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, they've got you know, like Darwin Thompson and some other guys in that backfield that they that they believe in, and they're not going to keep paying Damian Williams. Um, Tennessee is releasing a Dory Jackson on uh, the corner, so they they are re retooling their secondary completely, overhauling. They released Kenny Vaccaro, they released a Dory Jackson, they released Malcolm Butler. Um, 
They 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 signed at least one person that we'll talk about a little bit later here. Um, they're 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 overhauling things in that in that secondary, which is interesting. They kept Kevin Byard, the most important piece in my opinion, so that's obviously a a, a plus. But interesting to see how their how their secondary is gonna gonna perform next season. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers, our hometown team, releasing linebacker Vince Williams to free up some cap space. Sad sad times. Um, he's a longtime Pittsburgh Steeler, racking up tackles. Um. A bruiser, a goon, as he calls himself, um, a a true Pittsburgh Steeler. Sad to see him go. And as Steelers fans, I hate this offseason, man. I'm happy for some news yeah. that you'll hear later, but like so many free agents walking, like ah, uh, non-sign. Like, listen, why why can't we sign Alou? Why can we not sign Tyson Alou? They signed him yeah. for no money. He was signed for like six million dollars over like three million dollars a year. He was signed for. We couldn't have afforded that. Are you really telling me that? That's that's I know. Crazy. That's garbage. That's would, garbage. Um, between Vince Williams and Tyson Lulu, those were two like we're losing like a lot of just like really just solid role players on the defense. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's really does not it doesn't sit well. But um, yeah. 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 But hey, so Houston yeah. in a in a string of signings here, they signed Tyra Taylor to one year, twelve million dollar deal to be let's be honest, a likely starter week one. Then Desmond King. Two one year three point five million dollar deal, a really solid guy there. Another former Titan that they kind of just let walk, <clears throat> and then they also signed running back Philip Lindsay to add to their all, three other running backs. They already they resigned David Johnson and they signed Mark Ingram, uh, the former Raven and and it's like pretty much a star that one year. He was the spearhead other than Lamar Jackson of that like the historic rushing offense, and then pair that with Philip Lindsay, the former Pro Bowler. They uh. They got the, I mean, they got all those guys relatively cheap. Philip Lindsay, I actually don't know if the specifics on the contract were, but they weren't through the roof. He didn't have a too good of a year last year. Um, so I guess they're, they're looking more towards a, a rush-heavy offense next year with uh, without <clears throat> without Deshaun Watson. Uh, yes. these, these are all, these are all like pretty normal just off-season signings that, like from a team that's had a rough year last year. They have money to spend, and they're, they're not – they're not spending it all in one place, but they're they're getting some solid players. They're definitely gonna help them out. No stars yeah. though. Which is yeah, weird, they're they're <laughs> overhauling the team with crazy like just like random players. Um, what interested me just like randomly was that Tyrod Taylor like Tyrod Taylor got a more like a more lucrative one million dollar deal than Ryan Fitzpatrick and Andy Dalton. They both got ten yeah. million dollar deals for one year. Tyrod Taylor got a twelve million dollar deal for for one. Year. That, that's interesting to me, but. Um, to each his own, I guess. I guess. <laughs> he could be the week one starter if, in fact, Deshaun Watson uh, holds out or uh, is released and or traded by then. Um, so that be on the lookout for that. I don't know what they're doing with the running back situation. <laughs> I have no clue. Um, obviously, they already they re-signed David Johnson, and then they signed Mark Ingram, and now they're signing Philip Lindsay. I, I, I don't know what the situation is. I don't know what they're doing. Um Beats me. They're losing players left and right. Um, they're in a really terrible situation. Um, I, I, I don't know what you do. I mean, if I Philip Lindsay would be a good signing, you know, he's a younger guy. He could come in and uh, relatively fit the timeline to some extent. Um, if that yeah. time, if that time, if there's a timeline that exists. Um, but I don't know about I, I don't know about Ingram. I don't know about David Johnson. They they just seem to be making moves for the purpose of making moves. The purpose of maybe Deshaun yeah. Watson will think we actually won, are going to get him some pieces now. I, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what Houston's up to. I don't. But, um, yeah. 
two more releases, the final two releases here that we have. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals are releasing Geno Atkins, longtime defensive tackle. Um, you know, multiple-time Pro Bowler, multiple-time All-Pro player. Um, he was injured for the majority of last season. Obviously, that pass rush being led by DJ Reader and Carl Lawson last season. Um, and he could definitely come into a team and be um, a difference maker. Uh, you know, he is a little bit on the older side. His, his age is catching up to him, and he's not the player he once was. But he can still be be definitely an impactful player on, uh, in both phases of, of the ball defensively. Um, and, yeah, so I, I think he can definitely get signed somewhere, making a big impact, championship contender type of team, and just being another pass rusher, another guy that can swallow up the run. Um, and maybe the weirdest releasing of the offseason, um, the Chicago Bears released Kyle Fuller, um, all-pro caliber corner, Kyle Fuller. Um, and there wasn't really rhyme reason. You know, he's not saving them a crazy amount of cap space. He's saving them like they, $2 million. <laughs> yeah, like they just – they released him. I don't understand why. And it's not like I – all like sources do not indicate that he wanted it. Like you saw right after that, he like made a tweet about it. that like seemed like he was a bit surprised by the scenario. Like I have no clue why they decided to cut him and their defense is being weird because I don't have this. I don't believe I have this written down, but um, they also gave Akeem Hicks permission to request a trade or permission to seek a trade. So Kyle Fuller's out. Akeem Hicks is probably going to be traded. Um, there's like you're gonna move Jalen Johnson into the cornerback once in there. I like Jalen Johnson. Uh, I think I had him as a first round rookie, but like I don't know. I don't know if I. I don't know if I like him as the cornerback one in his second season. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they're in a really weird spot. The defense is like crumbling in our fingers, seemingly. Um, as as with the Steelers defense that we talked about before, but I hate that move. I don't know why you release Kyle Fuller in that scenario. I I don't see any real valid reasoning, but. Whatever. Yeah, there's like there's like ten million dollars of dead cap and there's like two million dollars of like actual cap space they can use. And it's like if you trade him, okay, like that makes more sense because you get something return and you save like some cap you would save a lot more if you if you trade him. But uh yeah. had to release him outright, so it's weird for sure. Um so Tennessee is signing Janoris Jenkins, the secondary move you've mentioned just a little bit ago, <clears throat> adding a solid piece there. Um of course, he's he's most well known first time on the New York Giants, uh, where he was he was a good player there. Um, and then I think you know, that's Eli Apple that played for the Saints. I'm not. Um, <laughs> anyway, so so that's a, a piece works. He's definitely not going to be like a a high end starter. I feel like at this point, just but you know, if you're trying to to get some depth and maybe a cornerback three or slot guy that can play there, you know, he's pretty solid. And then, <laughs> um, again, <laughs> um. Oh, he's <laughs> okay. Never mind. That um, I didn't even notice yeah. that. Okay. Te- technical. We we're we're on a we're sharing a Google Doc right now to uh to do our news and randomly I just inserted a picture of the baby in the middle of his news while he was reading it. I, I didn't even. I didn't. Even, I was looking up. I didn't even notice that. Um, and then just the in the AFC South right across the. Never mind. I'm reading too far down. That's uh something else. That's not. That's right. not. I wasn't going. Um, I guess. I guess on to the next news there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like the Janoris Jenkins signing. Well, I don't know if I like it in terms of them having to release Adore Jackson and Malcolm Butler and Kenny Vaccaro for it. But I, I don't know why you would – I mean, I guess I do think Janoris Jenkins is, you know, better than some of those veterans. But why release, you know, a first-round corner just a few years ago? 
why can't like what did he he was injured all the season like come on i i don't know what they're doing there but to each his own i'm sure they've got some sort of plan um we'll see what that yeah. is um so i, I mentioned akeem hicks being given permission to seek a trade um we have now two more players that have also been given permission to seek a trade by their respective teams. Philadelphia Eagles um, have given Zach Ertz permission to seek a trade, finally, per Ian Rappaport, the tight end there. There have been rumors, even before Carson Wentz was gone, there were rumors that uh, this would probably be Zach Ertz last season with the team. Obviously, Wentz got traded to the Colts, and here we have Zach Ertz that's going to going to be on the move here to some sort of team. You know, There's a lot of speculation on what it could be, but he will be seeking a trade. And he will most likely not be a Philadelphia Eagle next season. It's going to be weird to see. Um, he's just one of those guys that, you know, isn't going to look right in another jersey. But uh, he he will be moving on. As well as Pittsburgh corner Stephen Nelson um, has been granted permission to seek a trade. Um, a rough move there for the Steelers, as it was kind of unexpected. He was their cornerback two for the for the past two seasons, and he performed actually extremely well. Um, so they lost their next, like they lost him and, which is rough because if they, if they would have known that Steve Nelson would have wanted a trade, well, then they could have traded him early and potentially tried to re-sign Mike Hilton. But instead they're going to lose both corners. So it, it's, it's a really rough scenario. They're just going to hope, I guess, to get some sort of good compensation for him. But the, it, it's rough as well. You know, all times that, Guys like that are trying to request a trade. That's that's always going to be rough on the teams, but especially in a scenario with the Steelers' defense that lost Bud Dupree, that lost Mike Hilton, that lost Vince Williams, is now going to be losing Steve Nelson as well. It's That defense is going through a rough patch, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's, I, I don't like that. I did not – I kind of understood that was more of a – like a – they like a lot of people gave him permission to seek a trade. It's like I think he was like really requesting a trade. Maybe, maybe I just misunderstood the the PSR or whatever. Um, Miami is signing Jacoby Brissett to a one year seven point five million dollar deal to be back up there again. Um, to do uh, in all likelihood, unless they really like do some wacky sauce season. I, I like Jacoby Brissett relatively. Like his, he he didn't really he was he, I, I don't know. I was kind of felt bad because he got his one chance to be like a starter and then he got injured <laughs> and. Since then, like it seems like he plays well, but he's he's relatively injury prone. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they also signed Matt Skura as well as Will Fuller. Will Fuller's the big guy there to, to pair with their art. relatively young offensive weapons um, with Matt Kosecki and then Devontae Parker <laughs> as a picture of Dan Feeney gets put into the to the Google Doc. <laughs> Yes. Anyway, I like the Will Fuller signing. I was hoping that you, yeah, I mean, um, you were hoping, I was hoping. I'm going to go to the Colts, but like the Dolphins also made sense. They need a wide receiver weapon for sure to take along with that. Because other than like Devontae Parker is okay. I thought Devontae Parker was going to be a lot better this year. He was not so good this year. So Will Fuller, great, great signing in my opinion. Mascaras and Jacoby are like, they're okay. Not a big deal, but yeah, um, solidifying the backup quarterback is always a, a good idea. Jacoby Brissett's a, a top-tier backup QB. Matt Skura, the center for the Baltimore Ravens, obviously bringing in the offensive line help for Tua to pair with Austin Jackson and potentially Isaiah Wilson. I don't know if he's going to play this season. but And then, yeah, Will Fuller. Um, One-year deal for Will Fuller. Uh, what a, you know, obviously, so he, he may not be around for as long as we'd like, but... You know, just but I guess just just throwing a weapon in for Tua to see really see what you have with him. I would have loved Will Fuller and Green, 
um, as you know, I've expressed multiple times. But Miami is a place that needed some receiver help. So obviously, uh, it's not a bad move. Not a bad move. So now I get into some news about re-signings here. Um, I'm going to start off with these pieces. Denver has exercised Von Miller's club option, meaning he will be with the team this season. Um, there were a lot of reports that they were going to decline it. We actually had him in our first uh, free agency prediction episode, thinking that he was going to get his option declined. And he um, did not get the option declined, obviously. And he will be with the Denver Broncos. Um, he was injured all this season. We'll pair up with Bradley Chubb to make a pretty deadly pass rushing duo. San Francisco is re-signing Trent Williams as a picture of Leighton Vander Esch pops up onto my screen. A man that man that I despise. Um, <laughs> not not really. I, I don't like Leighton Vander, but no reason. No reason. Listen to our other episodes. You'll figure out why. But yeah, San Francisco uh, re-signing Trent Williams. He was rated like top five on NFL.com's top 101 free agents. Um, Absolutely studly offensive tackle. It's a six-year, $138 million deal, making him the highest-paid tackle in the history of the NFL, um, which would be defeating David Bakhtiari by .01 millers per year, um, just to be petty, just to get that uh, extra, <laughs> just to get that extra, uh, just to be the, the highest-paid of all time. But it's weird because he's 32 years old already, something I had to look up because I thought he was kind of old, but they signed him a six-year deal. Um, obviously, it's voidable, as all contracts are for retirement. So I think they don't necessarily envision him being with the team for six more years, but they envision, you know, they, they bring that up. So he will retire a 49 in all likelihood. So that, that, that that's definitely a good move there, getting one of their – one of the best O-linemen in the league solidified, locked down there for, for the next year, couple years of his career. And two Baltimore re-signings. Um, Tyus Bowser, the linebacker, re-signed for four years, $22 million. And Derek Wolf, the former Bronco, the defensive lineman, signed for three years, $12 million. To try to, I guess, sure up some sort of edge rushing on the team that lost their two edge rushers, and Yannick Ngakwe and Matt Judon. So, interesting stuff there. Denver re-signing Von Miller, San Francisco re-signing Trent Williams, Baltimore re-signing Tyus Bowser, and Derek Wolf. Mm-hmm. Derek Wolf, that's a nice signing. Other than that, the rest of those are, are more or less just like they're not big, not big pieces. But I really like what the Giants did here. They signed Mike Lennon as a backup, which is which isn't a big deal. But Mike Lennon came in and Mike Lennon did not play good. Like if you look at the stats, like watching Mike Lennon, I feel like he actually like didn't do that bad when he had to start this year. I don't know, maybe it was just me. He threw, some nice, he threw a few nice passes. It was boomer bust with Mike Glennon, I guess. <laughs> or maybe it's just me. Um, then they signed John Ross to a one-year $2.5 million yield. That's extremely cheap. And he's, I think John Ross is really good. And he's a speedster. Um, and especially if they're going to draft someone or sign a big name for agent, as they've been rumored to do many times so far. That's a great. He works great as a wider wide receiver number two. He's a pretty low on wide receiver one, but um, with, especially when Saquon comes back, you know, it's not, <laughs> they're not going to be throwing the ball as much as, as other teams as much as them best in Saquon. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. And then they also signed Kyle Rudolph to a two year, $16 million deal. Kyle Rudolph is, is probably the best tight end in Vikings history. And, <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I he, he's good, and I don't. I'm like, I mean, Evan Ingram was um, a pro bowl this year, but I don't think like Evan Ingram really think it'll be last year. So I think that, that's a really good signing as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> New York. Uh, we're we're kind of taking turns here, putting pictures up on each other's screens while we're doing the news. I put an interesting picture of uh, Kyle Lowry on a screen. Um, and I won't say exactly what it is, but uh, if you know Kyle Lowry, you know he's kind of got the caboose. So you can you can probably envision what the picture is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, for New York, good moves there. Uh, taking a swing on John Ross because, you know, why not? What do you got to lose on him? $2.5 million for one year. The speedster. Um, his highlights are insane, but obviously they don't come very often. <laughs> you know, so uh, Mike Glennon to be the backup QB. Um, like you said, his stats weren't good in Jacksonville, but, you know, playing, he didn't look all that bad um, for, for what they wanted him to do. And Kyle Rudolph for two years, $16 million. He's kind of paid pretty handsomely, to be honest, um, to be the backup tight end, most likely to Evan Ingram. He's a guy, I saw a tweet or something that talked about how, like, once a year, Evan or Kyle Rudolph will just randomly, like, snag a crazy one-handed touchdown pass. And that is fact. I didn't think about it. Like, I, like every single year, he has, like, one or two just, like, one-handed touchdown absolute snags that are super dope. But um, more re-signings. More re-signings here for me. The Giants, the guy team that we were just talking about, are re-signing defensive tackle Leonard Williams. They franchise tagged him earlier in the offseason, but like we said, you can franchise tag someone and still be eligible to give them a, a, an extension. They extended him for three years, $63 million, so a humongous extension for the young defensive tackle who um, improved his sacks uh, from having 0.5 last season to 11.5 this season. So a, a tremendous increase for a defensive tackle. 11.5 is obviously um, absolutely insane. <laughs> um, obviously, uh, Dalvin Tomlinson will not be with the team next year, which we'll get to a little bit later. So that might um, have something to do with it as a picture of Tom Brady uh, kissing his son <laughs> comes up onto my screen. Uh, boy, these are getting more and more out of pocket as time continues. <laughs> um, <laughs> A little bit, but yeah. but yeah, the Leonard Williams pick is good. Joe's pick for MVP was Leonard Williams for the for the Giants. Um, a great player. Tennessee Titans re-signing linebacker Jayon Brown to a one-year five point two five million dollar deal. Um, yeah, just you know, uh, solid. Their best linebacker uh, trying to keep the defense together. I guess not not the secondary, but the other aspects of the defense trying to keep together as as much as they they possibly can. A linebacker that played. Pretty well last season, kind of a, a breakout season for him there. So, good move. Indianapolis re-signing Marlon Mack is a really interesting deal. Uh, they re-signed him for one-year, $2 million deals. And Marlon Mack is 100% worth more than $2 million. I'm interested in this. Um, he should, probably will back up Jonathan Taylor. I don't like this move. I like Jonathan Taylor as the sole back with, you know, Naeem Hines as the complimentary uh, receiving back. But I wanted to mention, as we are both fans of uh, The Prophet on TikTok, and he makes podcasts about fantasy football, and he came out in, a, in an episode, or not an episode, <laughs> but uh, I saw him on a TikTok. He was probably in his podcast. He said that if the, the Colts re-signed Marlon Mack, he would eat a shoe. And I am holding you to that. Calvin Wright, if you're listening to this, the prophet, um, you have to eat a shoe. Um, I heard you. I, don't, I, I listened, and you're not getting off the hook that easy. So, um, yeah. And Kansas City are re-signing offensive tackle Michael Remmers for one year, $3.5 million. Good move there. Obviously, no Eric Fisher, no Mitchell Schwartz. They bring in Joe Thune. Uh, they've got... Duvernay or whatever coming in, the, the the doctor coming back from the season that he opted out to help fight COVID. So, you know, their alliance should still be solid. I don't think it'll be as good as the potential it had to be this season. But um, interesting, Mike Remmers will be back, the, the older offensive lineman there. 
um, for for one more year. So, <clears throat> yeah, out of this set of news, everything other than Leonard Williams is like seemingly underpaid. Lamac definitely underpaid. Um, Jalen Brown is like maybe just a little bit underpaid. That's not really like a big deal. But then Mike Remmers, who's probably going to be a starter this year just because of all the cuts and stuff, he's getting paid like $3 million. <laughs> That's, um, yeah. Yeah, seems underpaid in my opinion. But now here, <clears throat> we've got a, a stretch of very interesting moves here. So technically to the Browns for on a one year, $4 million deal. Troy Hill, another Rams secondary. They must be a big fan of the Rams secondary. Hey, so now. <laughs> um, yeah, and now Troy Hill to $24 million audio. Um, big Dan, Big Dan McCullers enter, hasn't entered the chat, so. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, and then, then Buffalo also had two nice signings. I'm just going to pair these up because for some reason the Browns and the Bills always like went together in my head for some reason. I don't know why. Um, they signed Emmanuel Sanders. Nice deal there to kind of replace John Brown. And then Mitch Trubisky. To back up um, the bill. Um, what am I saying? Josh Allen. To, to back up Josh Allen. I don't know why. Um, it is only it's only twelve thirty. It's not crazy late, but um, um, my mind is going to too much right now. Um, so so Mr. Bisky, that actually shows me one thing in particular. I think the Bills are really going in this year. They're going for Super Bowl this year. That's, it always seems like that. The teams do that when they go in for like a big, I guess, quote, big name. Back, quarterback um you know that way if josh allen goes down you already kind of have kind of have um your future set there because like if josh allen is young he doesn't have any injury history like he's came off a great year so you really don't need to pay for a big back quarterback you obviously have high aspirations this year you don't get that locked in that makes a lot of sense um then there's emmanuel sanders that yeah that makes sense pushing josh brown I mean, josh brown john brown um, Emmanuel Sanders is, is solid. He played solid last year for the Saints. And the Browns, yeah, Josh Hill, and Troy Hill, and Tack McKinley are both just still needs there. Tack McKinley's like, you, I think you said you, you like Tack McKinley, if I remember correctly. So, <clears throat> Troy Hill, Troy Hill is like, I feel like he's, he's, he's fairly underrated. I don't know. I'm not like a huge Troy Hill fan, but he's definitely pretty good. He was a solid player last year. And again, fills a need there. The secondary was pretty atrocious for the Browns last year. So, solid player there yeah i like all these signings um cleveland with tack mckinley um they get their their edge rusher secondarily to miles garrett that they were looking for um and while i don't think he's necessarily a volume edge rusher and he's gonna ever have the capability to put up you know 15 sacks or anything like that um in the in the short amount of snaps and minutes he was able to get last season um i believe he for at least the first like you know two-thirds of the season was the leader in like pressure rate or like some pretty important stat um so he he's pretty underrated there the former first round pick to the falcons um trey hill another ram in the secondary like you mentioned to pair with john johnson i love this i think trey hill is one of the more underrated players in the league i think he had like multiple pick sixes this year if i'm not mistaken um he's a stud uh the whole rams defense was, was full of studs last season especially in the secondary um and Cleveland is Cleveland knows that I guess they're they're taking full advantage of it, and I like that move to try to bolster their secondary. Uh, Buffalo signing Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders just ever since he left Denver has just been going from team to team and on teams that like are trying to just make a Super Bowl push. Like obviously San Francisco, New Orleans, now Buffalo. Uh, but he's a good receiver, definitely sure hands type of guy. He's not what he once was, but he's still a, a relatively solid yards after catch type of receiver to replace John Brown, like you mentioned. 
And Mr. Bisky, I like this because the Bills are in a situation where they will be fighting for the number one seed in the AFC with Baltimore and Kansas City. And I don't know about Baltimore. Maybe not Baltimore, but Kansas City for sure. Um, and they're going to be fighting for it in one game. One game could be the do or die on whether or not you get a home field advantage throughout the playoffs or whether or not you get a bye week during the playoffs and you get the one seed, right? So Mitch Trubisky, you know, if Josh Allen goes down, you have a lot better of a chance of winning a football game with Mitch Trubisky than you have winning a football game with Matt Barkley or Jake Fromm. Um so, yeah, they're just kind of thinking ahead for the season. It is a weird deal. Mr. Bisky's going to try to prove himself if he gets on the field. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how that works. Um, my piece is, is Josh Dobbs on my screen with hair. I don't know if I've ever even seen a picture of Josh Dobbs with hair. Oh, my goodness. I know. I had That's a interesting. picture of Josh Dobbs. He had hair. And then the, like, article title is, like, Josh Dobbs has, like, seen hair line because he had, like, some I guess he was actually like has an illness that causes him to have a receding hairline. I think I'm assuming it's it's alopecia. I'm assuming that's the same thing Ryan Chazier has. That's what I'm gonna guess because I know like Ryan Chazier can't like grow hair anywhere on his body. Like he doesn't have eyebrows or anything. Hmm. So, I did not notice. That. <laughs> yeah, I remember. He, I didn't realize that. And then he went on like a talk show after his big injury and, and talked about alopecia awareness stuff. So then I am now aware. So it was uh, it was a successful campaign, I guess, <laughs> if nothing else. Um, oh, yeah, alopecia, Arietta. Yeah. Um, I don't know the second yeah. part, but I know <laughs> alopecia at least. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So now we get on to my favorite piece of news for the day, possibly Joe's favorite piece of the news for the day, probably Joe's. Juju Smith-Schuster has re-signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers for only a one-year deal worth $8 million. Um, there were reports that he he declined offers from Kansas City and Baltimore that would have been worth more money. He declined those offers to stay in the Berg, stay in his home. He had some social media posts talking about how you know he's happy to be back. He loves the city. He had a quote that said he believes he's going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler for a, a long time. Hopefully that comes to fruition as Steelers fans. We love Juju Smith-Schuster. I'm extremely happy he got re-signed. Come Monday. Come Monday. I'm rocking my Juju Smith-Schuster jersey to school. I don't even care. Um, man, man's nothing but a beast, a stud. Love my man Juju. Happy he's back for for another year. Um, Denver is re-signing Justin Simmons. Um, they franch another player that was franchise tagged and is now getting their long-term extension. Justin Simmons, uh, four years at sixty-one million dollars, making him the highest-paid safety in the NFL. Um, and pretty, you know, well-deserving guy. And, you know, great safety for these past couple seasons. Um, not more you could ask him to do. Finally, the Broncos got it done with him. The past couple seasons, they've been wanting to get it done, and they couldn't have. So they did now. And Seattle's re-signing running back Chris Carson. Um, they're starting running back for the past couple seasons. Um, a really solid downhill. A lot of talk about different places he could go. But it will be, in fact, staying in, in Seattle. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Until next year, so I'm going to be doing the uh, Raiders in Detroit set of news here. I'm just going to go to teams, two teams at a time at this point. Um, there's still a lot of news left, so I don't want to make you guys sit around all day. So... <clears throat> The Las Vegas Raiders are signing Solomon Thomas to one-year $5 million deal, as well as Kenyon Drake to two-year $11 million deal. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't check all this up. It says John Brown to one-year $7.375 million deal. And this is another John Brown. I'm forgetting. Maybe that was a typo or something. <laughs> um, uh, and then Detroit is signing Jamal Williams to two-year $7.5 million deal. Wait, which one was a typo? Detroit is also... 
says Las Vegas signing John Brown yeah. for one three point seven five million. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh wait. I'm, okay. Um, I'm everything. Uh, uh, except John Ross and John Brown. Oh okay. yeah. It's, uh, yeah. My it's bad. John Brown. <laughs> okay. My bad. <laughs> and they're all the Lions are also signing Brashad Perryman to one year three million dollar deal. Deal. So I mean, I mix up John Ross and John Brown. John Brown is a player I like better. <laughs> for obvious reasons so yeah that makes sense although they already have a speedy wide receiver that they just drafted very high in the first round so that's weird um Solomon Thomas that, that makes sense they had no pass rush and were batting someone other than Max Crosby of course so that's another good player there to, to fill in need um Jamal Williams I mean Kendrick Kendrick's not like weird I don't know why they signed Kendrick um because they already had they already had Josh Jacobs I'm not really sure what the the point of that signing is, to be honest. <laughs> when Brashad Perriman, uh, I also make sense another receiving target they're losing. Quite kind of gold day and Marvin Jones Jr. So you just need some receiving talent there, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, I don't know what this picture is that you put in here. I'm not really sure what this is. This is this is a Marvel character. I don't know who it is. Uh, yeah, I guess you. I, I, it's almost this funny. It was a picture of they. There was a a Netflix series. It was one called One Division. It was a Marvel thing, and this guy. They put him in, and they gave him a fat chain, and everyone was making fun of him. And then this is him <laughs> photoshopped onto Dwayne the Rock Johnson's body. So I, uh, I guess okay. I guess that wasn't that wasn't an NFL relate. I guess it didn't make sense. But some people, I have, I have some people that are listening may understand. It. They may, they may. We'll see. But yeah, people trying the listeners trying to follow along with this episode are got yeah, to be so confused because we're just randomly stopping. Like, oh, there's. Um, Dan Feeney on my screen. Uh, I explained it a little bit later. That they'll know what's going. It'll still be. <laughs> it's, it's fun for us. It's fun for us. Yes, um, it is very. I must. But yeah, I like the moves for these two teams largely. Um, Vegas John Brown is good replacing Nelson Aguilar. I'm still high on John Brown regardless. He was a thousand yard receiver last season. Um, I'm still high on John Brown as a player. Solomon Thomas is yeah. just another guy shot in the dark. What do you got to lose? Third overall pick a couple seasons ago. Um. You know why not take a shot on him? Um, Kenyon Drake, I like. Um, maybe, maybe be the second best running back two in the league, possibly behind Kareem Hunt. Um, he's in the running for it. Um, he was I'd like a top five rusher in the league last season. You know, say what you want. He may have ruined your fantasy season, but um, he still he's rushed still for like you know he still rushed for like eleven hundred yards. So. He's still a good player to back up Josh Jacobs. Because last season we they, he had Devontae Booker and Jalen Richard backing him up. Um, Kenyon Drake is obviously a different style of receiver, or not receiver, I'm sorry, running back. That is um, just going to be something that, that they need. Maybe I hope it doesn't take down from the red zone touches that Josh Jacobs gets because he gets an insane amount of red zone touches. But we'll see. Detroit signs Jamal Williams. This is, um, you know, Adrian Peterson's a free agent right now. He's probably signaling they're not going to bring him back. Um, Trey Swift is their guy, the rookie last season. Um, will come in and probably be the starter again. But Jamal Williams was the backup for Green Bay for the past couple seasons, so he will not be the backup in Detroit. Um, and Rashad Perryman, they lost out on Marvin Jones. They're going to lose out on Kenny Galladay. Um, so they bring in Tyrod Williams and, I guess, Rashad Perryman, who is like a boomer boss kind of guy. Like he, was a, he, he had a couple yeah. of boom games in Tampa Bay. He had like one really good game last season in, in New York, and now obviously we'll see what he's able to do in Detroit. Um, so my news... Here, the next uh, couple of pieces that we've got here. 
are all five signings made by the Cincinnati Bengals in the past couple of days. Um, for one, they signed Trey Hendrickson, uh, the pass rusher, for four years, $60 million. Um, was, you know, top three in the league in sacks this season. They 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 lost out on the Carl Lawson, and they, they released you know, Atkins, so they can use all the edge rushing they can get. And Trey Hendrickson is definitely a guy that can get you edge rushing, if nothing else. $60 million is a lot of money as well. Um, they signed Chidobia Woozy for three years uh, away from the Dallas Cowboys. They lost William Jackson III to the Washington football team, uh, surprisingly. So this is, I guess, their this and the next piece are going to be kind of their supplements to that. Uh, the next corner they're signing is Mike Hilton, uh, the former Steeler, one of the better nickel corners in the league, a guy that can blitz, a guy that can get down in the box and do the dirty work and, and do some tackle, and a guy that's pretty good at everything in Mike Hilton. Um, there it is. Just, I mean, the, the baby car on the Google <laughs> on the Doc. Um, Cincinnati is also signing Larry Ogunjobi. As Steelers fans, we know Larry Ogunjobi, a guy that pushed Mason Rudolph on the ground. <laughs> but... <laughs> Obviously, he's a, he's a solid player there, defensive lineman. And Riley Reef, um, another player to sure up that Cincinnati Bengals offensive line, former tackle for the Minnesota Vikings. So now they're going to have him to pair with um, Jonah Williams and hopefully Panay Sewell for them if the draft goes <laughs> goes well. So trying to boost that offensive line. I hope that what happens to Joe Burrow last season did uh, will never happen again. And... Hopefully it works. So yeah, <clears throat> I'm as a Steeler fan. Mike Hilton really hurts. <laughs> he leads. He's like the best. He like has the most sacks for a cornerback in like NFL history, with like three and a half or something against the Texans one year. He just like had the unsolvable pressure, and that was a really fun. That was a really fun game. Um, Larry and Joby's good. Woozy's nice. Trey Anderson got paid a lot of money <laughs> um, for a guy who just. And I'm not really sure. I want to see if he can keep that production up. But, you know, obviously the Bengals, they like what they saw. So you can't leave the production there. You can't can't complain about that for sure. Um, and then Ogunjobi, that's, you know, the Bengals are, are low enough. And they could, they can improve a lot next year as well. But I don't know. It, I want to see. I really want to see what Joe Burrow, if Joe Burrow can put a little bit more stuff on the ball. That's like the big thing. I think Joe Burrow is pretty good. But, like, it just seems like he does not have a lot of ball velocity. Whenever I like the I'm not the first person to say that, obviously, but that's like on that. Like honestly, the the Bengals roster is looking good, paired with another draft. Like they could be playoff contenders next year, maybe. Possibly. So <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so on, to, on to my signings. There's a picture of Rodrigo Rodrigo Blankenship. Obviously, you gotta you gotta put the goat in there. On it, I'm probably a bigger uh, Young Way Koo fan to be honest, but uh, I can't complain. <laughs> Um, so Arizona signed AJ Green to kind of replace that veteran uh, presence from Larry Fitzgerald, I guess, if he's going to retire. They also signed Matt Prater from the Detroit Lions. Kansas City is signing Kyle Long to a one-year deal. Um, and then I guess I'll just I'll look this one up the next is closer right beside it. Carolina is signing. Um, this one, I think. Um, Seattle is signing Gerald Everett to a one-year six million dollar deal. So <clears throat> AJ Green. It's weird. I don't. I don't know. Like it, it's okay. And then it's like you know, yeah, he's probably just gonna fill in the same like roster like spot as Larry Fitz, <clears throat> just to be a, like wide receiver three beside Christian Kirk or whoever else they they want to put in there. And Matt Prater, I'm really surprised Matt Prater was that he let Matt Prater, Matt Prater go. Matt Prater's a really good kicker. Um, although he's getting a little older, I guess, but 
he always looks really old. In all the pictures of Matt Prater, he always looks really old. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure how old he is, but he's old. Um, Kai Long, obviously, just, yeah, reliving the offensive line after they really completed it. Coming out of frequency, he was all when I play. Um, I'm not sure what the details in the contract were. But coming out of frequency, guys, I'm only get paid, like, uh, an overly lot amount of money, so... I'm sure it was a good deal. And Seattle's are signing Gerald, Gerald Everett, the formal, former Ram uh, pass rusher. So that's He's a tight end. Uh, oh, my goodness. What is wrong with me? I knew that. I, I did know that. I promise. Um, and that's funny. You already mentioned this. You mentioned this before because you wanted to build you were upset because you wanted to build this. They'd be the number one tight end. I yes. Uh, I'm tripping right now. I'm tripping. Roger Joe Blankenship and his, his sexy goggles were, yeah. were distracting me from the, the task at hand. Yeah. distracting you but yeah I, I don't like Seattle signing it's good for Seattle don't, but I wanted Will Disley to start because uh, if you don't remember like two years ago Will Disley started like the first like half of the season and he was balling he was putting up numbers and then mm-hmm. um, he like tore his ACL or something was out for the season and then they signed Greg Olson to come in and Disley didn't get many snaps and then even after Olson went down Olson you know went down for the season ended up retiring um, he was still splitting the the snaps with Jacob Hollister. I I want to see Will Disley in a starting tight end capacity somewhere, but I don't know if that's ever going to be a thing again. Um, but yeah, AJ Green, like you said, just kind of a veteran presence to possibly relieve Larry Fitz of his duties and I guess come in and potentially mentor some of the younger guys like Christian Kirk and Andy Isabella and such. Um, Matt Prater, the kicker. Zane Gonzalez was their kicker last season. He kind of stunk it up, to be honest. So they bring in a reliable guy, or reliable from the guy that's been in, in Detroit for a long time to to kick for him for the next few years, um, most likely. Um, Kansas City with Kyle Long. Kyle Long obviously coming out of retirement, like we reported last episode, to come and play with Kansas City and bolster their offensive line. And, yeah, I already talked about Gerald Everett. So now uh, we go to... The next pieces of my news after that, we will go with Minnesota and Washington here. Um, Minnesota start off as signing Dalvin Tomlinson, the former New York Giant defensive tackle, um, for two years, $22 million. He's a guy that had a really uh, a pretty good breakout season this, this year, along with uh, Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence on that defensive line. Came in, had a really, really productive season, an amazing PFF grade. Um, and solidifies himself as one of the better defensive tackles in football. So they bring him in with that defensive line that is going to be including Michael Pierce as well next season if he chooses to not opt out like he did last season. Um, and there's rumors that Daniel Hunter might want well, I don't know if that's true. I hope not, but we'll, we'll see. But Davin Thompson is definitely a good signing for that defense. Um, they're also signed Patrick Peterson to a one-year $10 million deal. Um, he, you know, Peterson is always rumored that he's not going to be with the Cardinals. We reported it, and people didn't believe us. But here he is mm-hmm. on the Minnesota Vikings. A great pick. You know, people act like Patrick Peterson's a bum. He's still a very good corner. Like, he's still a mm-hmm. very good corner in the NFL. He can still be really good, paired alongside with uh, the rookie, Cameron Dantzler, and the other rookie, Jeff Gladney, though Cameron Dantzler's a lot better. Um, should be some sort of a bolster uh, to the secondary corner-wise, at least. They did lose one of their safeties, which we'll get to a little bit later. And Washington had three very good signings. Um, For one, they signed Ryan Fitzpatrick for one-year deal worth $10 million to be their starting quarterback coming in this season. Um, 
And yeah, I think they could make a push for the division potentially. Potentially, I won't say they will, but they could definitely make a push for the division because you saw what they did with even Alex Smith. And I feel like I do feel that Ryan Fitzpatrick is as a quarterback with more upside, and that is just better than than Alex Smith at this point in his career. Um, William Jackson the third they signed for three years, fourteen million dollars, a bit of an underpay to be honest. I thought they were going to get him for more, for for more money. I thought he was going to re-sign with Cincinnati. He had a really good season this year, but um, did sign with Washington Football Team. Interestingly enough, there is uh, Nick Foles and Tom Brady on on the field after the Super Bowl. BDM is all I'm going to say. Um, if you know, you know. <laughs> Um, we've mentioned this before. Last... If you're a long time listener, you'll you'll remember this. Yes. Maybe maybe you guys just don't know off the top of your head. True, true. Um, the last signing, Washington football team signing Curtis, or the last signing of Washington, uh, Curtis Samuel for three years, thirty four point five million dollars. If you listened to two episodes ago, I called it that. I know he wasn't on our official predictions, but I said I think Curtis Samuel is going to Washington, and he did. I'm proud of that one. Um, three years, thirty four point five million dollars, a lot of money, but he's kind of had just had as a swing man, you know what I mean? He ran the ball you know, a lot in Carolina, and obviously he's more of a down-the-field threat. He can catch those long bombs and run the ball. He uses <clears> speed <throat> to get out and transition. Um, it's very good, very good, very good signing. I love, I like Curtis Samuel, and I think he's a very good wide receiver too for Washington. Um, moving guys like Dontrell Edmond and Cam Sims to not necessarily be forced to have such a large role in that offense. Um, so, yeah, I definitely like the Curtis Samuel move. Swiss Swiss Army knife, as yeah, as you say, um, and in a good move there. Yeah, I like, I like all those moves as well. Um, Carolina signing signed a two one year eight million dollar deal. The Carolina Panthers are also signing Denzel Perryman to a two year deal. The Chargers are signing Jerry Cook to a one year six million dollar deal. Literally pennies on the dollar for one of the better fans in the league. I that is a Spectacular move. Derek Cook might be better than Hunter Henry, in my opinion. Like, <laughs> that's a, a great. I would, that would be the first, as uh, a GM of the Chargers, first move. That's the first thing I'm doing if I can sign Derek Cook to a, to a $6 million deal. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the Jets are signing Lamarcus Joyner to one year, $4.5 million deal. The Bears are signing Dimitri Fine to a million dollar deal to replace. And in Philadelphia signing, the Philadelphia Eagles are signing Anthony Harris to one year, five million dollar deal. Um, and breaking news: Michael Thomas wins Crybaby of the Year. The last, oh. the last twenty pick that I will be receiving today on the Google Doc is the best, one of the better memes I've ever seen. Probably made by Ghetto Gronk. Jazz most good memes are made. It was either made by like Ghetto Gronk or like NFL hate, hate memes. Because I know I follow yeah. the account that made it. I remember they did the it, it, the edit was actually seen and they did all these like funny NFL awards towards the end of the season. So so props mm-hmm. to you for that one. That's an original joke. I don't want to see the sticking Corvette jokes anymore. They're not funny. Yeah, they were they were funny a little bit at first, but now they're not. Funny. I'm glad that everybody in the comments of those are all also don't think they're funny at this yeah. point. Like we're not all pretending like that's still funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. We're so yeah. So these deals. Is Tom Reddick is probably not gonna like. I feel like. People are saying he's kind of underpaid. I think that's probably just like a good amount of being paid. Like I don't think he's gonna be in a lot. Like I don't know. Like I'm split because he, he played pretty well last year and he had like a few really big games. But like other than that, I feel like he was not a very consistent pass rusher. But maybe, maybe it's just not me. Like I mean, maybe it's just me. I don't really know. Um, Denzel Perryman is fine. 
I don't know. Like obviously you're out, you're losing a few wide receivers there. Are you losing one wide receiver there? So maybe replacing him with someone who's a little I believe, worse. I but, think the, yeah, yeah. That Denzel Perryman I believe is the linebacker. Oh my saying. goodness. <sighs> oh. Okay, I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. What I'm doing this is probably fool. yes. It is. This is why I don't um do the news because I just mess everything up. <laughs> no, I wrote up the news. I, and these are a lot of like lesser known players. But when no, I was no, looking at the news, when I was looking, I look at positions, so I figured that I would remember them. And before we got on, like we didn't anticipate splitting the news, but there was so much of it that we ended up splitting it. So obviously, if Joe would have written the news. Or if I would have known that we were reading, that I wasn't the one that was going to be reading it because I already read it the first time, <laughs> I would have read the positions for some of these lesser-known players. No, now that you mention it, I do remember that Denzel Perryman is a linebacker, and then you know, I don't know, like you know, I guess you just want to upgrade the position. So that works there. Jerry Cook, I get the mention. Love the signing for six million dollars a year. The Steelers should have done it. Every team in the NFL should have been. Buying for Jared Cook for six million dollars. You're very big on Jared Cook. Um, You're very big. Not that, not that. I'm not like that big on Jared Cook. Yeah, I don't think he like the bet. Like I don't think he's that good for six million dollars a year. Like, yeah. <laughs> I have Jared Hunter Henry. Like those two relatively like in great run. Again, so. <laughs> and then Anthony Harris, um, top ten safety last year. Or like we both ranked him last off season as a top ten safety. Both of us. Um, so for $5 million deal a year, that's, once again, pennies on the dollar. That's a nice thing for Philly. True, true. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Hassan Reddick. I don't necessarily think he's amazing, but I like him. Um, he was very inconsistent for his first, he wasn't that good for the first, you know, like four years of his career. But last season, he blew up, um, like 12 and a half sacks. He had some good force fumbles. He had that one game where he had five sacks in the game. Absolutely astonishing. Um, but, you know, we'll see if he's able to come in. Because, you know, he's just a secondary edge rusher. They've got Brian Burns, who I believe um, has potential to be a star at one point. Um, so Son Reddick is going to come in there and be the secondary edge rusher to Brian Burns. And I personally do like that move. Um, Denzel Perryman, the linebacker, coming into Carolina from uh, the Chargers. And they haven't had much of like, a linebacking core since Luke Keekley's gone. You know, and they, they had to use Jeremy Chin at linebacker a lot last season. So this is just a good move, kind of sure up the position a bit. Chargers signing Jared Cook, like you said, I like that as well. Um, Justin Herbert loved Hunter Henry last season, loved looking to the tight ends. And obviously Hunter Henry left in free agency to the New England Patriots, which is, I guess, one of my pieces of news. Maybe I shouldn't have spoiled it, but um, yeah, he's gone. So they're bringing a new guy for to feed, to be fed by Justin Herbert and Jared Cook, you know, the veteran, the veteran guy there. Jets signing Marcus Joyner. He got cut by the Raiders just a few days ago after, you know, they gave him a big extension in the offseason. I don't know. He's a safety. He's a hard hitter. He'll probably be a backup to Marcus May and Bradley McDougal, um, but we'll see. Chicago signing Desmond Trufant. I don't know why they cut Kyle Fuller and signed Desmond Trufant. I don't know what the reasoning was behind that whatsoever. You know, Kyle Fuller's an all-pro talent, and Desmond Trufant is just not an all-pro talent, but what, what, yeah. I, don't know. I don't know what to say about that. Um, and Philadelphia signing Anthony Harris. I love that move for Philly, a team that doesn't have much of an amazing secondary. They lost Jalen Mills to the Patriots, so they're bringing in another safety, an underrated safety, PFF's highest-graded safety years ago um, when our, when our top 10 list came out. I had him very high. I had the top five, which I regret, but I did have him. <laughs> 
So my last two pieces are both more New England. As Joe posted a picture of Artie Burns and with the caption, Artie Burns, Burns, ironic. <laughs> because he got burned to Mary Houston. <laughs> Artie Burns looks like he got burned in this picture. He's throwing his helmet off. He's angry. He's angry. But my last mm-hmm. two pieces of news are more New England signings. New England, for one, signs Hunter Henry, like I alluded to before, for three years, $37.5 million. One of the better tight ends of football. I believe I had him top, like 10th on my top 10 list. Um, you know, he's just a, a tough guy. A tough guy. Um, I, I get receiving, uh, receiving tight end. It just comes down to, is he going to be able to stay healthy on the field? Um, mm-hmm. And Kyle Van Noy comes back to New England. Uh, he was in New England two seasons ago. Left in free agency to Miami, they released him to save some cap room for the trading for Bernard McKinney, and then uh, he's back with New England. Their team that's notorious. They also brought Trent Williams back, who had left. They're notorious for being a team that likes the guys that were in their system, and you know potentially bringing them back after their own contract. They're notorious for doing that kind of stuff. So uh, good, two good moves. Um, they definitely need linebackers. Uh, that was a big point of emphasis that they needed to address. Hopefully, Dante Hightower is going to be able to come back and is not going to opt out of this next season. With Kyle Van Noy, should be a flash from the past and um, a very good linebacking deal. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> Kyle Van Noy. That makes it's an interesting signing. Like he, I don't know. I thought he was like okay last year, but obviously he got cut. So. Going back to to his his roots there, that makes a lot of sense. Hunter Henry uh, is a guy who has all the talent in the world, but um, has trouble staying healthy and a, a variety of different like health issues in the past. So yeah, obviously the most talented tight ends in football for sure. Tried to put a pinpoint mm-hmm. on it. I'd rather have Derek Cook for six million dollars a deal a year. But I, I bet you would. I bet you would. <laughs> you have been high, Joe. You got it. Like you, you, you have been high on your top ten list. You, you've always, you've always been a Jared Cook guy. Jared Cook truth. You're right. Jared F. I don't, I don't know. Like, I guess it worked out for the Raiders. I guess they knew what they had in Darren Waller, but like at the time, they just cut like a, a Pro Bowl tight end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for like uh, they knew what they had. It's pretty. It's a consensus. <laughs> We've talked about it before. Consensus amongst the NFL that Darren Waller is the third best tight end in football behind Kelsey and Kittle. So. Mm-hmm. But you have to, yeah. if the Raiders ever get a really good team, it'll be an X factor. Maybe they'll be able to to make it far in the playoffs or a Super Bowl because of the whole tight end aspect and how often Super Bowl teams have a tight end, a good tight I end. I want the Raiders to be like I really do, but <laughs> really I don't even care. I don't, I'm not a I'm not a big Raiders fan. I don't really. There aren't really like any players like I like Josh Jacobs, but that's about it at this point. I don't, I don't I mean, like, I like him. It's... I love Waller. Like, Waller is in my top 10 favorite players list. But I love Waller, and I, and I like Josh Jacobs well enough. But it's not a team. I really hope they do super good. I don't really care. Yeah. I, I hope know. Waller does super good, just, but like... I, don't, I don't care about anything else. Unless, of course, it's a situation like it was this year where Josh Jacobs was on my fantasy team in multiple leagues. Then I want him to do good, but usually no. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Usually I don't like, like them in particular, but I think they're a pretty good team. Yeah, I and thought they were good I think the they game this season, and they fizzled out and started losing every single game. Oh, I didn't like it after that. They stinking beat Kansas City, and it was like on a tear and doing super well, and we're a playoff team. And then all of a sudden, everything went down the drain. They just started losing and losing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. But then, I don't know. Like, they kind of threw everything away. They kind of just, like, decided they wanted to rebuild this offseason. So. Yeah, yeah. They threw away all their offensive line for some reason. They released LaMarcus Joyner. Um, they, you know, they did not retain Nelson Aguilar. It's just it's such a 
strange offseason for the Raiders, for sure. It is. I guess now you have our news. Um, that was, if you're counting that as a news segment, probably the longest news segment in our history. And if we, if we wouldn't have condensed that down into like clumping it up and splitting it into the two halves for each of us, that would definitely have been like a two and a half hour uh, yeah. news session. Um, that's, that's free agency for you. That yeah, was... yeah. It's it's tough when you, you, know, you have like that, that many days in between news sessions and in free agency times. Yes, that's uh, you're gonna get a bunch of it. You're gonna get a bunch of it. Wow, it's so weird. Like a month ago, we had like three pieces of news on the day, and now we had yeah you know, over sixty. 60 something. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely nuts. That's um yeah. Let us know which signings mm-hmm. you liked, which signings you didn't like. Uh, were the big name free agents left on the board? Kenny Galladay and such. Uh, Kyle Fuller now. Geno Atkins, let us know where you think they're going to sign or where you want them to sign, and we'll, we'll, we'll respond to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. We're, we're a little more active um, on, the, on our social media platforms. So I updated the link in our Instagram bio, too. It's now like a it's, it's a link. What's it? A link fly link. So you can click on that link, and it takes it to your, another like web page that has our Twitter, our Instagram, our anchor link, of course, to where you can actually listen to the show. And then also our TikTok link. So yeah. works great. We are we're getting more content we don't, I only put, you guys on Instagram and Twitter. Joe's for, been for on the, it with Twitter recently. In the past, you know, Joe yeah. started off the Twitter and really getting that going. We're 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 back on the Instagram. We're the grind there. Um, look out for us on TikTok. Possibly coming soon. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Like we'll see. the thing is, like we have to I have to find like and like. Active go through and find interesting stuff, and like I don't know, like the recent episodes since I thought it would be like since we like we could have started doing um posting some work our stuff on there, like I don't want to just post like <laughs> clips of Joseph Cortez talking because like he's very active on there, so I don't uh-huh. want to like take his stuff and use it, you know, <laughs> like that's not yeah. really fair. And in this episode, we didn't really go too in depth, and there wasn't a whole lot of like insightful things said. So, next episode on Monday, we're going to be going over the different teams, and I can get, like, four clips out of there of us, like, giving the grade and, like, yes. giving the MVP or whatever on Twitter. And um, may I ask yes. the, like, clips over, and maybe you can post them on TikTok or something, because that would be better, you know? If that would yep. be I don't know. I, I think I have an idea in a way that I can try to get a TikTok video posted from it, but we'll see if it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, yeah, look. We shall see. We shall see. I'm gonna um, switch. But... To pay for that one. I was gonna make our link fly link look really cool, but you have to pay for that. So. <laughs> dang, dang, anyway. So. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Like so follow. Said, that's our that's our news. Follow us on all the socials. Um, we'll be back with you on Monday for sure. Doing our. Uh, or I guess it'll be Tuesday for you guys. I always screw that up. Um, and a yeah, more season prediction or not? I always say season prediction too. Season analysis. Packers, <laughs> Vikings, Bears, and the Lions. What were you saying? Um, I, I don't remember on this. Oh, yeah, I remember, wait. No, I don't remember anymore. Uh, wait, no, no, okay, I do remember. It's, it's like it's 1 o'clock in the morning. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, on Twitter, I try to post as much as I found news, some fun stuff. And I'll post the, um, the graphics that are also on the Instagram on there, too, just to, to get exposed to different platforms. So, yeah. If, if you like Twitter a lot, yeah. and you want, I mean, we'll, we'll be posting some fun stuff on there. Hopefully, um, just, just more. Like I feel like on Instagram, when you post stuff on there, it's like it has to be more professional. But on Twitter, it's just like you can mess around a little bit more. Seemingly, it seems more like a 
Um, and also, we, I, we have one, I have one follower on the Twitter account, um, which is you, which is Colton. Yeah. So hopefully, <laughs> we can get some love. <laughs> yeah, follow us on Twitter, guys. But yeah, it is. Uh, it's one a.m. We've been at it for for an hour and twenty minutes. Um, Joe, before we before we part, do you you must say uh, if you yeah. have any final words before that, you you know how you must end it. I, I, I don't have any words other than I, I kind of apologize for some blunders that I made. Okay, so a weird story. So I'm my, my two friends that are twins that go to my school. Their name is Jackson Carter, um, and they both like to play chess a lot. So, so they got me an app where we can play chess. So I was playing chess with just like a random person online um, and just like some online mode. And <laughs> you can go back and you can watch it. And I'm really bad at chess. So I, my dad taught me how to play chess when I was younger. But I haven't played chess since I was like in like third grade. And they're like really good at chess for some reason. So I'm on there and I'm playing edge yeah, like on there. And you can go back and review the game and each move. And then there's like different levels of how bad you did. And it's like a blunder, a mistake, or like a, like a, a miscue or something. It's like I was playing like when I had like 13 blunders, like <laughs> 13 like really bad moves. <laughs> it was really bad. Um, but the, the thing is, like, it's like, you have like a rating system, like a number that you have based on your level of video and games, and, um, you start out at, like, 5,000, and my two friends that are really good at, are seemingly really good at chess, uh, at least compared to me, they're really good at chess, are at, like, 1,200, but because I just, like, got the app, I'm at, like, 4,800, <laughs> so I'm facing people who are good at chess, mm-hmm. and, like, I have no idea what, like, to do, so, like, they're making, like, next to perfect moves, according to the like computer and <laughs> making like humongous mistakes. But anyway, that was the random thing because I said blunder. Anyway, from us here at the Colton Hero Show, we hope this episode acts as the most perfect segue and most awesome weekend of your life. Like I, I really do. I do mean that. And I hope um I hope it's been fun. I hope you got a laugh at our little our little game with a little fun we were having on there. And honestly, like it would have been incredibly boring for us, or at least for me. <laughs> to go through all those news things. I have a little bit of Dan Feeney, big name of Dan. There's a lot of Dans that are, are funny yeah. guys, I guess, in the NFL. Um, so hopefully you, you weren't looking for incredibly serious news uh, announced today because yeah, that's not what you you're never, you're never like going to find here. If that's what yeah. you're looking for all the time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I agree with what Joe said. We hope this is the perfect, perfect weekend. Most best best weekend of your life most perfect weekend of your life and you know how we end it from us here at the colin and joe show we are peace and